Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Audio Up News Network. It is Friday, April 24th. My name is Zach Selwyn, and as always, I'm joined by Liam Farrell in Brooklyn. Hey, everybody. What's up, my dude? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm hanging in there. How about yourself? I'm, uh, I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. I'm, uh, you know, celebrated a birthday yesterday, you know, by sitting at home and drinking alone. It was great. I mean, that's all you really can do, right? Exactly. I was really uh, hoping for uh, birthday sushi. I was like, you know, I got to get something I love. I'm going to order sushi. And everyone I talked to was like, you idiot. Do not order sushi right now. That's the worst food you can have. It's handmade, rolled by some guy in a valley strip mall. It's like a Corona roll. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and it's it's one of the few foods that's not cooked either so yeah i can see i didn't even yeah. think of that but i can see how that'd be you don't want to throw that one in the microwave no extra corona so yeah Did- i didn't get a corona roll i got a uh i had some cabbage soup that i made instead uh well was it at least good you know it was tasty it was bone broth cabbage so you know it was very weird nice was it <laughs> nobu cabbage soup <laughs> that would have been that would have been nice. Nobu is one of those restaurants you always read about and hear about in rap songs and everyone's like, oh, we go to Nobu. Kind of sucks, dude. I mean, I've been there once and it was, I'm not like a sushi snob, but it was not worth the $200 dinner or whatever the hell it was. You know? Yeah. There's plenty yeah. of good sushi restaurants around. You don't need to go there just to say you went to Nobu because LeBron goes there. It's a good place to uh, put on the company card if you're able to. You don't want to actually spend your own money there. Yeah, right. There's a lot of those places. Like in LA, there's a steakhouse called Boa. Like total scene. Like A-Rod's in there half the time. Shitty steak. Doesn't matter. It's like company, you know, it's like, a, it's basically a glorified uh, outback. Ah, uh, they got like blooming onions, but yeah. fancier. <laughs> they don't have the loaf. I'd like a loaf onion rings for the table, please. <laughs> you know, I always, one of my favorite things to do at a, uh, a really fancy restaurant is say that, um, it's it's somebody's birthday and ask if the staff can sing them happy birthday and look them look at them like try to squirm to accommodate but also not actually do that <laughs> when they have the like catchy little birthday jingles like happy happy birthday today's a special day yeah but i'm thinking of like places like cipriani's where they're all like 70 year old career waiters and tuxedos <laughs> happy birthday well you know all i know is I got some donuts from, from our boss, Jingle Jared. So hey. you know, I put on another Corona four pounds today. So thanks, Jared. Uh, we are hosting a podcast about the end of the world, I think. I don't know what the hell is happening. I thought we would be done by now with this, but no. Festivals keep on canceling. We've had Coachella canceled or postponed, South by Southwest, Bonnaroo, and now the Gathering of the Juggalos has no. been postponed. Yeah. Dude, ICP. Insane Clown Posse. What are we going to do? Violent J, Shaggy 2 Dope. Those are my dudes. Real ones. <laughs> are you bummed about the Juggalos canceling? A little bit. That's always been on my bucket, bucket list to go to the Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah. Spray some fuego over the crowd, but um, maybe another year. Yeah, next year. Next year, we will host a live podcast from the Gathering of the Juggalos. Those dudes are insane. I mean, I, I, I applaud anybody who can draw a crowd to a live show. Like, you rock on. But, dude, that, that crowd, they're like horrorcore rap deadheads. Yeah, it really is a weird, like, cult following that they have. They're like all Rob Zombie horror movie extras. 
totally. I was in the Devil's. Uh, what was that movie called? Oh uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't remember it. Uh, my ex girlfriend from 20 years ago was in one of their videos, and uh, said one of them hit on her, like in a when they were, you know, not shooting. She I don't even know the name of the song, but she went there and one dude hit on her, and she was a total like, you know, Maxim looking girl, like just everything was fake and blonde and you know, perfect nice. rock oh, video girl. This isn't the, is this the same person that was in a, she was in an Uncle Cracker? Yes, she was in an Uncle Cracker video too. No yeah. way. <laughs> follow, I remember her. The follow me, oh you do? Did you used to, you used to jerk it to her? No, I used to date her too. Oh yeah. Shout She's out to Amy Brogan, wherever you are. Amy Brogan, she's an economics professor at Duke now. <laughs> yeah, she made a big jump there. She was actually a pretty smart gal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was in the Follow Me video. That's follow right. me and do whatever you want. So in that video, she's like the hot girl having a pillow fight with her friend in lingerie. Hell yes. And that was the extent of her acting career, those two videos. Uh, but, you know, I actually, Jared worked with Uncle Cracker a couple of years ago and he called me to like a, for a song lyric. And I said to Uncle Cracker, I'm like, dude, my ex-girlfriend was in your follow me video. And he's like, I remember her. He probably banged her. Yeah. Was there a little wink when he said, I remember her? Just... <laughs> yeah, but there was no Zoom calling. I don't know. It was a, it was a mm. verbal call. He was probably just going, I remember her. <laughs> nice. So she took some Cracker jizz. Oof. <laughs> I mean, that was a funny time. I was like 23 or 24 and she was 22. She's like, you know. It's an appropriate, appropriate age difference. Sure. No, not, not now. My current girlfriend's 21. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> a man can dream. That's right. What else, dude? What's, what's going on with the, the movie props you were talking about? Oh yeah. So um, one of my favorite movie studios, a 24 is auctioning off uh, a ton of props uh, from the movies in the past couple of years uh, in order to raise money for COVID, they're actually each hmm. um, donating to different affected areas uh, in, in different cities. Um, and some of the bigger ones are Midsummer, The Lighthouse, Uncut Gems. So they're um, just taking props from the movie and they're selling off the props. What prop, like what's available? Like, can you get Kevin Garnett's like diamond rings from Uncut Gems? You actually, I know there's definitely um, the Kevin Garnett uh, jersey. They're auctioning Ooh. off a couple of his jerseys. Okay. Uh, I think they'll be signed. But some, there were some odd ones on there, too, that I saw when I was... Uh, oh, yeah. What are they? Um, one of them is uh, the Necropants from Midsummer, And this is going to be a spoiler alert if you haven't seen Midsummer, There's okay. a part where a guy wears Necropants, which is like a Scandinavian old like folklore thing where you wear the <laughs> pants, the skin of someone, a dead person's legs as pants. Oh, God. Like Silence of the Lambs kind of shit. Yeah, but this is a real thing. It's in Wikipedia and everything. And they're auctioning off the Necropants from Midsummer. I'm not going to place a bit on that. No. Me I have, I you will. know, I have a dead man's uh, uh, ACL in my knee. Really? Because I tore my ACL in December yeah, and I had surgery in January. And you have two options. But at you know, my age, they don't want to take your own tendon and put it in there. So they give you a cadaver tendon. So rest in peace to my, my knee donor, wherever you are. That's Do you know like, his name? No, I asked for like a Kenyan distance runner, but I think they gave me like a DUI victim. Oh, that works too. Yeah. 
That'd be cool if you had like a, a famous dead person's knee. That would be cool. Yeah. You know? Like, dude, I got fucking uh, Mac Miller's knee. Ooh. You know, my skills just went up like 30%. Yeah. You can, you can so necro pants are out there. That's right. The uh, other I, thing that's a little yeah. more affordable that I was thinking I might place a bid on is um, if you've seen The Lighthouse, it's a, a very flatulent movie. And they're selling jars of Willem Dafoe's farts. <laughs> is it true? Is that really a flatulent movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This farts are, are honestly like a driving force. What uh, the hell? Robert yeah. Pattinson's in that movie, right? Uh-huh. Are they auctioning off The Lighthouse? I need one of those. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to, it's, it's way out of my budget range. If mm. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good movie. It's, it's a good quarantine movie. It's all about um, people going stir crazy and cabin fever and whatnot. These two guys are just stuck in a lighthouse together for months oh, and boy. months and months. Do they ever do it? Uh, you got to tune in and find out. Damn. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Not <laughs> <laughs> They don't uh, do it with each other, but... Um, okay, good to know. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, what other movies? I, I'm trying to think of like any movie I would want anything from, and I can't really think of... Maybe something from Greece too, or The Princess Bride. Like one thing, that's it. What would you want from The Princess Bride? I don't know, maybe like... Miracle Max's little jar of medicine or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or a Holocaust cloak. <laughs> I think I'd want the six-fingered gloves. Oh, that's a good one. Cool. Wait, so so has this been your worst birthday since you really can't do anything? No, I had a much worse birthday when I was 23 or something. I vomited on Fred Durst's shoes. Really? Yeah, at a club in L.A. I was, I was partying with Dave Holmes, who was the VJ on MTV back then. He's a writer, yeah. actor, friend of mine. And he brought me out to this bar, and we sat at a table with Justin Timberlake, his mom, Britney Spears, Fred Durst, like Andy Dick, your boy, was yes. around. Mark McGrath was around. This was like the height of Hollywood, 1999 or whatever. Yeah. And I was there and I got hammered. And I basically was sitting at the table and I started falling asleep. And someone was like, dude, you got to get your boy out of here. And I just leaned and vomited under the table. And Fred Durst was pissed. It's like, you fucking bitch. And I was like, oh, the guy from Limp Biscuit's going to kill me. That's Damn. a true story. Yeah. And I basically got scary. kicked out of the bar. I got kicked out after that. Yeah. That's when you could smoke into. Uh, could you smoke inside? No, you couldn't. But we no. could in that. I think that club was like they didn't. They turned a blind eye, and I remember I like spilled an ashtray and got kicked out. <laughs> right. Had some dark times, Liam. Is is Fred Durst? He's he's kind of an intimidating guy. At least he was back then. Is he back big? then he was. Oh, he was big, and he was wearing the Yankee hat, and he was you know popular. Like that band was like Woodstock '99 just happened. You know. Yeah. I'm just imagining that scene and like Wes Borland is hanging upside down like a bat. <laughs> totally. That's um, cool. Anyway, yeah. So this wasn't a terrible birthday. I mean, people reached out and there's certainly a lot of wine and, uh, and sugar. So, you know, and it's about 90 degrees here today and I like that. So like, I'm cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's a so crisp 45 here. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's why I don't live there. Uh, what about, you know what? I like the movie Sideways. I could take some, uh, some wine from that movie. It's funny you mention that. And going back to the auction thing, um, it, Paul Giamatti, not to be outclassed, uh-huh. uh, is also doing an auction uh, oh. of iconic props from his movie. Okay, what are some of them? Um, well, actually, I, I reached out to him, and um, he might just actually call in in a second. Oh, great. Let's see if we can get him on the line. He's going to tell us a little bit more. 
Yeah, let me see. Can we, can we dial in a Paul? Thanks. Hello. Wow, Mr. Giamatti, this is Zach and Liam from uh, from Audio Up News Network. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Hello, uh, Zach and Liam. Was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Liam. Uh, wow, man, Congre you're one of my favorite actors. You're super gifted. You're talented. Uh, I hear you're auctioning off some items for COVID-19 relief. What are some of the things from your movies we can expect to see out there? I am. And uh, if I could just uh, quickly correct the record, uh, I'm not auctioning it off for uh, COVID-19 at all. Uh, it's actually uh, for my surgery. I'm having an uh, upcoming surgery coming up. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope everything's okay. Oh, everything's fine and dandy. Uh, but what I'm doing is I'm getting wheelies surgically implanted into my heels uh, so that I can uh, glide myself around the set of billions. It's but, super you know fast. Yeah, that's, that's a great idea. I mean, wow, I never thought about that, just getting them surgically in there, you know, not have to wear the shoes anymore. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, I'm, uh, yes, I'm auctioning off a few of items from uh, some of my films. And uh, first one is, a, uh, well, a nice Pinot from Sideways. I'm in. It's, Anything well, uh, specific about this Pinot Noir we need to know about? Actually, there is. Uh, as you know, it's a very difficult grape to grow. Uh, and this one was actually uh, my co-star, Sandra O oh, held it gently against her chest for a few seconds while she reached for something else. So uh, there might be a little booby residue on it. Hey, hey all right. Uh, what's, I'm in on that one. I'm going to go look that up right now. What else is out there? Well, as you know, I uh, played Harvey Picard in uh, his biopic, American Splendor. And uh, of course. I spent quite a bit of time with Harvey, and he showed me a few of his sketchbooks that never quite made it into the, uh, the, the, the public domain, if you will. Uh, they're X-rated sketchbooks. Unbelievable. So those are out there, X-rated uh, Picard sketchbooks, uh, Pinot Noir that Sandra O oh rubbed on her boobs. What else? I mean, I can't imagine anything better than that. Well, uh, uh, Zach, are you sitting down? <laughs> I, 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 should I not be? Stand up immediately because the piece de resistance is uh, the Tony Clifton mustache from Man on the Moon. Oh, yes. At least uh, I'm pretty sure it's a mustache. It's either that or a merkin from the brothel scene. Uh, I can't right. really tell, but either way, guys, it, it stinks. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, good luck out there. Good luck with the Healy implants, everybody. Go to Paul Giamatti's uh, website or email us at audioup, Zach at audioup.com and we'll hook you up with Paul's auction. Hey, continued success. Good luck with the surgery and thanks for calling in, Paul. Thank you so much, boys. Have a good one. All right. Wow. Paul Giamatti hey, calling into the Audio Up News Network there. Thanks for patching that in. Yeah, I no love problem. that. Guy. I was uh, pretty starstruck. I couldn't even say anything. No, I know. I noticed you just went tongue tied there. That was pretty yep. crazy. Unbelievable. Hey, uh, nice job there. Uh, Paul, thanks for calling in. I'm going to, I'm going to go bid on the, the, probably the wine and the mustache. Um, yeah, I'm going for the sketchbook. I want to see, uh, see these nudes. Sure. Of course. Uh, you know, I, I, I used to write a lot of short stories and so everyone's asking me like, what well, are you writing like a quarantine short essay book or anything? And the answer is yes, but I haven't started any of the essays. I've just come up with a bunch of titles. Do you want to hear them? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, here's one of them. I was fondling myself during that Zoom meeting and other quarantine <laughs> essays by Zach Selwyn. So one. true. I feel that that's relatable to a lot of people. I think people like you're in the middle of a meeting. All of a sudden you look down and you've been playing with your, your schwanz for 10 minutes.
Is that just me? Uh, n- no. Well, now it is. I just put my hands out of my pants. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. How about this one? I thought I had enough booze for three weeks, I said on day four. That's, yeah. Very true. Very relatable. Uh, don't trim your toenails while inebriated. 100%. That's a must read. I got to know what happened there. Yeah. There's a big, big ingrown going on on my right side. Really exciting. Uh, my conspiracy theory friend explains it all. I'm just kind of breaking down all the conspiracy theories about this whole thing I've heard, uh, which we've talked about on this podcast before. Oh, yeah. uh, how about this one? I don't know. A wife swap might not be the worst idea and other reasons I'm sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Desperate times, man. You know, bring another, bring someone in. Babe, go have fun with Eric. I'll take his wife. <laughs> Uh, how about this? Uh, why am I Googling my exes and other quarantine essays by Zach Selman? Yeah, That's a, that's a real one too. Uh, here's one. Finding a jerkin window, an impossible task. Especially when you got little ones running around. Kids, uh, everyone's home all the time. I mean, I can't imagine you're in an apartment. What are you doing? Shower time? Uh, I'm just letting it all build up into one <laughs> big giant... <laughs> baseball <laughs> i actually read in the new york times or something that they said the test testicles like can carry the coronavirus like in your semen so they said they highly recommend ejaculating as much as possible during this corona this this whole thing yeah they would the failing new york times would say the, that, fa- the failing new york times yeah uh let's see uh my kid goes to school on the same laptop I Googled hot girl gets blasted by stepdad on yesterday. Uh-oh. Uh, and then finally, uh, yeah, it's a breakfast beer. Fuck off. Yeah, five there o'clock somewhere. So one, may, one day I'll put all those together into a little short story collection. Dude, these are great. I would absolutely read these. All right. Well, maybe I can get another book deal. My first book sold nine copies, so. Yeah. Well, you could be the David Foster Wallace of the pandemic. Damn right. Shout out Arizona. Yeah. Um, I actually have written the fondling myself during the Zoom meeting uh, short story. I have not decided if it's appropriate to release because I feel as if, you know, I do. I still go to Zoom meetings all the time, like all day. So I'm hoping that if I did send that out and someone actually read it, they, I might no longer be invited to Zoom meetings and I need to go. No, but you're a comedian. People will understand. There you go. Yeah. We hope. Um, tell me about what's going on in the Gulf, Persian Gulf this week. Yeah, sure. A little bit of world news. Um, there was a bit of tension in the Persian Gulf. Um, apparently an Iranian gunship, which uh, are pretty small ships compared to the U.S. Navy uh, battleships. Um, there was a couple of them that were going around harassing these U.S. Navy ships. How do you harass a Navy ship? That's what I want to know, too. Like, are they just like, yeah, look at you and your stupid giant guns and bombs? Or is it more like a cat call? Like, hey, baby, nice poop deck. Oh. But either way, it's just like gnats <laughs> flying around a cow. Like, I don't know what, what harm they're going to do. Harassing him. And then Trump said something like, I was, what did he tweet out? Yeah. So in a tweet on Wednesday morning, he said, I have instructed the U.S. Navy to shoot down and destroy any and all human gunboats if they harass our ships. And um, Human gunboats? Uh, oh, sorry. Any and all Iranian gunboats if they harass <laughs> our ships. Okay, so he's basically saying shoot the fuckers down if they're harassing us. Shoot them down. Yep. And uh, like I said, this is all through a tweet. And um, uh, once again, the failing New York Times reached out to the Pentagon uh, to confirm this, and they said that they had received no such orders. Um, 
So it's, once again, Trump has basically Twitter ordered, um, wow. you know, a, a military strike or, you know, war things. You know how they say it's illegal to say you want to kill the president? Yes. Like, can you tweet it? Does that, does that count? There's only one way to find out. Here so we go. Get out <laughs> your phone. Let's do it, people. But I think, honestly, we're, we're only like, how many years away are we from the president ordering a nuclear strike in like a TikTok lip sync video? <laughs> exactly. Oh, boy, do you want to be with me? Why don't you come downtown? Bomb the motherfuckers now. It's going to happen. I'd say, I'd say we're six months away from that if everything continues the way it's going. Pretty close. Uh, but it'll start fuck. doing the like White House press briefings with uh, like Snapchat filters of like the dog ears. Yeah, totally. The little like tongue that licks out. Yep. We're doomed, brother. We're happy fucked. to be sharing these times with you. Samesies, dude. Uh, finally, Netflix had its biggest quarter ever. 16 million new subscribers signed up for Netflix. Any idea why? Honestly, I've been racking my brain about this. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was, they did a big marketing push, I know, at the end of uh, 2019 and with mm-hmm. stuff like Tiger King, but 16 million new ones. I don't know. It's like everyone's just sitting at home watching TV so or funny. something. I don't know. Yeah, and what the hell? I was tell- someone was telling me that everyone's running out of content, especially sports content, you know. Um, there's so much shit out there that was made over the years that people did not put on the air for one reason or another. So I have this idea. It's just called failed pilots. Ooh. Right? It's like 10 failed pilots, and that's the whole show. You, you watch a different one each week, and then at the end, you basically vote on which one you want to have stay on the air. I love this. It's kind of good, right? It would be like a Project Greenlight, but for – I mean, they've made – I've been in 50 failed pilots myself, but they've made, you know, 10,000 TV shows over the years that never went anywhere. Why don't we release them? Who's – you know? People yeah, it's called so- Project Red Light. Ah, it's actually a great idea. Let's do this. I don't know who to contact, of course, but I'll, t- I'll ask David Hurwitz of Audio Up. He has the TV connections in our company. Yes, let's get this going. We'll get Ben Silverman on the line. I'm sure the rights aren't going to be that expensive. Like they, they're just sitting there collecting. That's guys. the thing. I mean, and you know how excited like NBC Universal would be like, oh my God, someone took our unaired, you know, pilot with whoever. The only problem, where I think the only problem would be now that I'm thinking about it is there's the contracts are so fucking hairy in a Hollywood. Like if you're on a show on NBC and then all of a sudden you're cast in a CBS show, you can't do both because you're competing really? against each other. So yeah, you have yeah. to have like first position, second position. So, you know, if you're lucky, you get a uh, one show in your lifetime, but a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people who have been on a few different shows, let's say like if arrested development is still like holding those actors, but then, Bateman has an out to go do Ozark. It's like, it's confusing, man. It's just weird. But Project Red Light coming soon from Audio Up News Network. This will be the beginning of our media company. The takeover has begun. Liam Farrell, thanks, man. Good talking to you. Thank you, Zach. And uh, happy birthday. Happy Thank you so much, my dude. This is the Audio Up News Network. I'm Zach Selwyn. I'm Liam Farrell. Catch us Monday, Wednesday, short episodes. Friday, we go NPR style and talk shit like we did today. Hit me at Zach at audioup.com. We will see you all soon.